Hello and welcome to Elwed Talks, the first podcast about destination weddings in Greece. My name is Sanya, the founder of Elwed Magazine, and I will be your host today. Join me in this new episode where we talk with Sarah Margolis, CEO and co-founder of Honeyfund. Sarah drew from her background in digital marketing to launch Honeyfound, the original honeymoon and registry app and platform. As CEO, Sarah is leading the company into its next phase of a lifelong funding site, where couples can receive the support of friends and family for all life's milestones. Sarah's winning appearance on Shark Tank in 2014 in partnership with Kevin O'Leary, Mr. Wonderful, propelled her into regional, national and international media stardom. She sought as an expert on a variety of topics, including weddings and honeymoons, crowdfunding, personal finance, entrepreneurship and women in business. I had a privilege to chat with Sarah all about Honeyfund as well as all the latest news and tips when it comes to designing your honeymoon in Greece. I'm super excited about this interview with Sarah here on Elwood Talks, so let's dive in. Hi, Sarah. Tell us a little bit more about your story and what led you to start Honeyfund. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm, I'm so excited to talk to your listeners about Honeyfund. Um, so I'm sure a lot of people can relate to what it's like to be already living together, already having everything you need for your home when you're planning your wedding and not really wanting or needing a big store registry, right? Mm -hmm. So that was my situation in 2005. I was a bride-to-be. I had already, uh, I was already living with my fiance. We weren't setting up our forever home just yet, and but we really loved travel and we fantasized about far-off destination. Uh, to mm -hmm. take us away from all the stress of working two full-time jobs and planning a wedding on top of it. So we asked our friends and family to contribute to a wish list of costs and experiences toward our honeymoon. Mm -hmm. And they totally surprised us with more than $5,000 in contributions. Wow. And even more than that, they raved about the idea and they asked us if we could make something like this for other couples. And mm -hmm. so we were aspiring entrepreneurs. We had backgrounds in marketing and software engineering So we put our heads together and created honeyfun.com in 2006. Wow, amazing. So now before we dive deeper into our topic, um, you must tell us a little bit more about uh, your experience with Honeyfund, how you grew it and all of this. And how did it go from the idea to this now amazing, huge company you have right now? Oh my gosh, I mean, how much time do we have? It's a very long story. <laughs> So the great thing about Honey Fund that I probably wouldn't have um, like planned for if I if I'd been like even a genius marketer, the great thing is that everyone who signs up invites 150 of their closest friends and family to their page. So that like kind of viral nature of the product um, is really what helped it grow organically over the, you know, about five years or so that we were just running it as a side project. Mm -hmm. And then in 2011, um, it had gained enough popularity that it was starting to get noticed by, um, you know, some pretty high level wedding planning sites like MarthaStewartWeddings.com. Mm -hmm. They posted um, Honey Fun on their homepage as their idea of the day. And that our site traffic, like, I think it crashed that day. <laughs> We were wow. really not expecting that much attention, but it was such a great, um, you know, boost for the yeah. brand to be associated with something that Martha Stewart would recommend. Mm -hmm. And then in 2012, 
Uh, again, totally organically, we got chosen as time.com's 50 best websites of the year, um, just because of the novelty of the idea. And then in 2013, we got invited to appear on Shark Tank and we gained a partnership with Kevin O'Leary. And that again was very organic. And um, somebody on the caster crew had used Honey Fun and recommended us to casting and they oh, invited wow. us to apply, which is not the usual way. Like usually oh. people stand in line for hours and, you know, to That's try to get an audition or they apply online. And uh, we were actually invited, which was so cool. So I think, you know, fast forward to 2023, almost 16 years in business, seven, yeah. almost 17 years in business, actually. Uh, Honey Fund is now the most trusted cash and honeymoon registry in the wedding space. We have nearly 1.2 million couples that have created Honey Fund registries and uh, nearly a billion dollars gifted. Oh my God, that's like dream come true. <laughs> All of the dreams. <laughs> I guess it's really needed in uh, you know in the space because uh, um, if you got so so many clicks right away, it means that you know that couples really needed something like this, and uh, it was well received. And I must admit, I did watch your uh, episode on Shark Tank, and oh, I was okay. like, oh my god, this is amazing! Finally, somebody in the wedding space is on Shark Tank because <laughs> there's not yeah. much wedding. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. Yeah. So, yeah, but whenever uh, there is, it seems like Mr. Wonderful is really interested. You know, yeah. Kind of, he talks yeah. about like, you know, the business of love and he loves love. And, yeah. Uh, and so, I think yeah, it's he's, been, he's, our favorite. he's been a great partner for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so how it is uh, working with uh, such a person like Mr. Wonderful and in general, like appearing on Shark Tank? So Honey Fun's partnership with Kevin has been such a boost to our brand and not just our site traffic and our signups, but like our brand credibility, mm -hmm. our PR opportunities. His team is just incredible with public relations and um, you know, aligning yeah. what Kevin's doing with what the companies are doing. At one point he actually shared that um, most of his returns were coming from women owned businesses. And mm -hmm. that was such a incredible um, story that, you know, yeah. the media really, picked up on and that opened up some opportunities for me to be um speaking alongside him um at some really high level conferences like aspen ideas um i went on uh, a cnn uh, morning show with him mm -hmm. and you know it just it really like elevated us as a company that you know big brands would want to partner with yeah, advertisers yeah. would want to do business with absolutely and uh, this is like totally what's necessary in the today's world because we were just talking about this not so long ago with uh, my partner like it's so much more difficult to be a woman in business but um i'm really glad that these uh, conversations are coming up and opening up and that uh, you know that we can see that lots of women can make it and not only make it over deliver so uh, yeah. That's amazing. Okay, uh, aside from our techie, geeky <laughs> and business <laughs> sides, let's dive into wedding planning um, because that's what we are here for. So um, tell us a bit more how Honeyfound works and how can it actually help couples getting their dream honeymoons? Yeah, so Honeyfound is essentially another wedding gift registry like a registry you would make at a department store. But are the gifts that you receive are basically money to fund your dream honeymoon. Mm -hmm. So, and the other thing that we've recently discovered is that 
um, couples who honeymoon are more likely to be happily married more than a decade later. Mm -hmm. And so not only are you getting to your dream honeymoon, but you're really setting a foundation for your happily ever after. And your Mm -hmm. friends and family get to be the people that bring that to life. And so Mm -hmm. um, it's really simple. Couples just sign up. They create a wish list of experiences, things like, you know, their hotel rooms and their airfare and their um, sailing excursions or whatever it is they're doing, romantic dinners on the beach. Um, And then guests come and they shop from those um, items, just like they would from Mm -hmm. any other wedding registry. The funds get loaded to the couple's Honey Fund wallet. And then from there, they can use the funds to purchase either partner gift cards like Mm Hotels.com or Delta, or we can pay it out to their PayPal or Venmo. And and all of that is completely fee-free as of this year. That's amazing. And it's also a little bit weird, you know, when uh, you have a wedding and then when you don't have a registry or as you said, like most of the people live together already. And like we did too with my husband, we lived together for like 10 years before we got married. (laughs) So we had everything (laughs) already in the house. And it's so difficult to actually ask for money, you know, like uh, it feels so, I don't know, icky, (laughs) I would say. Um, But on the other hand, uh, what else would you need, you know? So uh, something like the honeymoon is like a great gift uh, for somebody to give. And this is like a perfect place where people can just, you know, set up the donation site and um, most of them can come together and make that dream come true. Exactly. So what would you say are some uh, honeymoon budgeting tips? Oh, boy. I love honeymoon budgeting. I think it's the most fun. I do a lot of traveling. Um, Obviously, I love travel or else I wouldn't have started Honey Fund. Um, So I'm always like sitting down and thinking, okay, where do I want to see myself? You know, first of all, it's like a visioning process. Like you have to Mm -hmm. kind of like imagine what you want to make happen and then you Mm -hmm. figure out the money that can support it. So are you in the sunshine? Are you on a beach or near a lake? Are you in the mountains? Are you adventuring through a city in Europe? These are all like options, right? And you and your partner get to decide together, like, where do you want to see yourself starting Mm -hmm. out your happily ever after together? So then um, the next step is kind of start to get a sense of how much it's going to cost, like research the flights, the weather. Uh, the, the season that you are able to go in. Um, and some of that can depend on when your wedding is or when you're able to get time off work. So once you kind of know that, then you're like, okay, let's see, is this really feasible? Like, can we actually get to Fiji in April, for example? Or is mm-hmm. it going to be way too cost prohibitive? And if it is, then maybe there's a backup destination like Hawaii or something, right? Mm-hmm. So once you kind of have a sense of like how much you're willing to spend, then you're going to start looking at your personal finances. Are you going to have any money left over after the wedding? Do you have uh, frequent flyer miles you can apply to um, the cost of the airfare, for example, or points with a hotel chain that you could apply? Um, Mm -hmm. And then whatever you need to make up the difference, just start your honey fund. Ask your friends and family to help contribute to it. Guests love chipping into things, especially the fun things that make your trip an actual honeymoon. Like anybody can book a hotel room and a flight, but what makes it a honeymoon is like how you're going to spend your time, what kind of adventures you're going to have or how much time you're going to spend you know um sitting by the pool or you know all that stuff so guests just love 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 buying honey yeah the one thing they always say is i wish i had this when i got married (laughs) yeah (laughs) and they almost always say it in these exact same words so um so we definitely recommend using honey fund leveraging that to make up the gap in any budget that you have um, and, you know, we, we're here to make it happen. Our mission is mm-hmm. to make the honeymoon happen for all couples. So we will do what it takes to get you there. 
That's great. And also, I would suggest like all the couples that are thinking of uh, booking a hotel, like think a little bit, you know, in a better class, let's say more stars or better room, the honeymoon suites, like, yes. you know, it's your honeymoon. So yes, exactly. <laughs> go all out. Yeah, <laughs> There those, is a like, difference. Bells, there is. And those bells and yeah. whistles are possible because of a honeymoon. Yeah, exactly. And uh, it's so such a great honeymoon is such a great idea for all of the destination weddings and couples because you know when you have lots of guests that are coming from all over the world and uh, as we said before you can bring some bulky gift <laughs> you know yeah. on the plane take it with you <laughs> carry it with you or even you know envelopes with money they get lost like mm -hmm. it has happened before to many uh, couples that uh, you know gifts yeah. uh, gift bags and gifts got just forgotten at the venue or yeah. at the hotel or anywhere you know on the commute they got lost and uh, when you're partying when you're having your you know your nights together you don't want to be thinking oh my god did somebody collect the envelopes right, exactly. <laughs> so yeah so putting it online great, is yeah the yeah. security of it is a really the good safe, point safest yeah. way yeah mm -hmm. so talking about choosing your destination uh for the honeymoon um as we know greece is very popular among couples to get married and to have a honeymoon here so which location in greece would you recommend for couples to look at when choosing for their honeymoon honeymoon so i i'm gonna be totally honest i've never been to greece so mm -hmm. you probably know better than i do but um if i was planning a destination wedding there let's say in a popular destination like santorini near mykonos mm -hmm. i would want i would want my honeymoon to take me to other like lesser known places mm -hmm. islands like milos or crete you know i think those places yeah. are you know going to be a little bit more like remote a little bit more um interesting and intimate mm -hmm. Um, yeah. Whereas like the big party you would have kind of in a popular place. But like I said, take that with a grain of salt because I've never been to yeah. Greece. No, you're absolutely right. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It's uh, best to go to some uh, little bit less touristic island to enjoy your honeymoon. Um, you know, and as you said, if you're having a Santorini wedding or Mykonos wedding, why not explore other islands around? There are like few hours away with a boat or even a plane and you're already on another totally other location so that's a great advice <laughs> although if you haven't been to Greece <laughs> you nailed it awesome. um, and what honeymoon travel destination trends do you see picking up okay so something really interesting happened this year that's never happened before with honey fun members for the yeah. first time Italy took over Hawaii as the number one honeymoon destination oh wow and so yeah. what does this mean? I mean, this yeah. means Europe is picking up a lot that yeah. people are ready. I think because they haven't been able to travel during COVID, they're ready to go bigger, farther, more elaborate. Um, they're, they understand that life is to be lived. And, you know, when you have to be st stuck at home, I think you really get that point drilled into your into your heart. Like, mm -hmm. oh, my God, what are we doing? We've been running this rat race and we're not taking the trips that we should be and we're not you know focusing on the things we should be mm -hmm. so um so yeah we're seeing a big uptick in destinations that are a little farther away longer trips um more mm -hmm. elaborate trips and again honey fun can help make that happen when there's a budget crunch yeah that's amazing and as you said uh it is the time to explore europe and also italy and greece and all of these islands spain 
um, and mainland, it's uh, something different, you know. Um, as you said, H Hawaii is like close to most of the Americans. <laughs> and uh, why not, when, for the honeymoon specifically, why not go somewhere a little bit further, you know? And yeah. with HoneyFun can make this happen. Yeah, for sure. Mm, so before we were talking about some adventures and what to do on your honeymoons, so which would be your favorite honeymoon adventures? Yeah, so I think that um, when you're on your honeymoon, obviously your love and your romance is front and center and you mm -hmm. want to think about the types of things that will enhance that. And adventure in general and travel in general are good for relationships. They help couples, you know, experience new things together and spend time, just the two of them. But I think any destination with natural beauty incorporated is so important because it just makes you feel more connected to life and love and romance and the big picture mm -hmm. of what is this all for. <laughs> yeah. um, I also love um, discovering new ways that we can relate to each other. So mm -hmm. like, for example, just being in an airport together and not speaking the language and not knowing which, you know, passport document you you may or may or not mm -hmm. have and what are they asking for like everybody handles those situations in different ways and so you know being there with your partner and seeing how they handle things like that and learning and like how to you know be together in those mm -hmm. situations I think it's such a cool part of travel um, there's also so many opportunities on your honeymoon to do something different like take a cooking class or a dance yeah. class like if you're in Spain learn flamenco uh, or if you're uh, in Italy take a cooking class um, see some live music you wouldn't normally see or, you know, just try something new. I think that's the most mm -hmm. important part of adventuring through your honeymoon. Yeah, absolutely, as you said. And also in Greece, we have this opportunity for island hopping. Um, we have over 6,000 islands and uh, 200 of them are like super top destinations and they are uh, clustered quite closely together. So if you are in Mykonos or Santorini or somewhere there, you have all these islands that are just, you know, few minutes away by boat and you can see like, you know, many different places in, in even a day. <laughs> so that's also cool. I did not yeah. know that Greece had that mm -hmm. many islands. I'm oh, amazed. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so obviously you're super busy <laughs> with your business and everything. So tell us a little bit more what you're currently working on and what can we see next for HoneyFund? Yeah, so we've been talking a lot about our mission to help make that even happen for couples. And the reason why we care about that is because we know that couples who honeymoon and travel together are more likely to be happily married. Mm -hmm. I went through a divorce in uh, 2019 and from my HoneyFund co-founder. And that was probably the hardest thing I've ever done. And mm -hmm. it's just so hard on the family and the kids and friends and everybody and the business. I, you know, we had to figure out how to settle all of that. And, um, and so I don't want anybody else to have to go through that. So my yeah. goal is, is just happily ever after for everybody. So part of the work that we're doing around that is we're adding lifelong funding capability to the HoneyFund page. So couples mm. can continue to receive the support of friends and family for all of the milestones and mishaps that are going to happen throughout their marriage, right? Yeah, that's um, amazing. Yeah. And we, you know, we haven't uh, seen something like that before. We've seen one-off campaigns on sites like GoFundMe, um, mm -hmm. but we haven't really seen a, a, a crowdfunding site like HoneyFund that goes with the couple through their lives. Uh, so that the functionality of the of the page itself is expanding. We also, as I mentioned, we just became 
um, totally fee free and we're the only fee free mm -hmm. platform in the wedding space that has like fully integrated cash gifting. So it's just easy for a wedding guest to come on, choose something, check out and be done with it. And that's a, another like big part of our mission to help all couples get on their honeymoon because we know that some couples won't be able to afford it. Some people won't be able to take the time off depending on where they live uh, in the U.S. or their racial background or income level. Mm -hmm. They're at risk for not being able to go. And so our goal is just to get people there and help them experience this like life changing um, you know, bonding that, that happens on the honeymoon and mm -hmm. set them up for a healthy marriage. So we're really excited about continuing our work uh, to, to go into happily ever after for couples. That is such a great idea. And I also think so necessary, like um, life doesn't end or start with a wedding. So right. <laughs> that is a, yeah. that is a great idea to go on. Yeah. And I'm really glad you said that because I feel like the wedding industry is so focused on the one day Mm -hmm. that it almost becomes you almost just don't even think about what happens afterward yeah and, exactly and sometimes couples get into dynamics that aren't really that healthy that they didn't they wouldn't really want for their marriage mm -hmm. but because of the way things have always been done they just you know like for example one partner will take over all the wedding planning and the other one yeah. kind of just nods and goes mm -hmm. along with it I mean wedding planning is such a huge project it's such an amazing opportunity for a couple to work through Together, type, yeah. yeah, work together and work through anything that would block them from being able to really come to each other honestly and say, this is what I want or this is what I don't want. Mm -hmm. Why not practice for marriage when you're planning your yeah. wedding? So, exactly. so yeah, I'm, I'm really glad you brought that up. Yeah. And I do feel like weddings and wedding planning in general has changed so much in these uh, few years. Um three, four, five years now, we are seeing such a trend in not only follow the traditions. Yes, they still do include some of the traditions in their wedding, whatever is meaningful to the couple, but they also make their own traditions and they also make their own activities and, you know, incorporate things that they like as a couple. So mm -hmm. yeah. that is so important. And it shows, as you said, that they're working on their wedding planning together, that it's not only... Yeah. Yeah, and they're so doing it their side, own yeah. way, too. We find mm -hmm. honeymoon couples especially, they're spending a lot less on their weddings than you would think. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I think the industry publishes like an average of around $30,000. And that came down mm -hmm. some during COVID. I think it went from like thirty five to twenty seven. But still, that's actually not what most people are spending on their weddings. Are spending, yeah. According to some of our recent research, most couples are spending less than $5,000 on their weddings. Yeah, and it, yeah. And that now they're spending more on their honeymoons than they were before COVID. So mm -hmm. this just shows you that, you know, couples are just really bringing their own uniqueness to the wedding planning process more than ever. They're exactly. shunning the kind of cookie cutter white wedding and saying, mm -hmm. well, we're going to, we're going to just go to Greece with our, you know, yeah. 10, 10 closest family and friends, or we're going to, we're going to elope and then have a party later in somebody's backyard. You know, they're doing it mm -hmm. however they can that's true to who they are and what their budget is can allow. Absolutely. Yeah. As you said, true to who they are. Like not everybody, you know, not everybody is the same and not everybody's wedding fits the other couple. Uh, as you said, some of the people just prefer a smaller wedding and the others want to go all out. So yeah, that's perfectly fine. And for the last question, uh, what advice would you give to all couples who are currently planning a destination wedding? Yeah. So I, I really want to kind of, lean into the travel aspect of this. So yeah. according to our research, the number one reason couples travel is to spend quality time together. And mm -hmm. obviously we know that more travel means happier relationships. 
So we want to help couples like prioritize the honeymoon and plan that romantic getaway. Um, I think that if you're, if you're, if you actually want your wedding to be in that destination, I think that's even better. Um, mm -hmm. I think the one thing I would say though, is that um, be careful because since COVID, um, you know, traditionally, like if you were planning a destination wedding, you could count on a lot bigger percentage of your guest list declining just mm -hmm. because they couldn't, you know, afford it or they, yeah. uh, they couldn't travel because of their age or some health condition or whatever, or exactly. they just couldn't fit it into their life. Well, now mm -hmm. you have a lot higher percentage of that guest list is saying yes, because they've been stuck inside with COVID, right? And they need an excuse yeah. to do it and they're going to make it happen no matter what. So um, if you are planning a destination wedding, make sure that you're, you're inviting just the people that you can truly afford to host there. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you might get surprised with a lot more people and a lot bigger budget. Yeah. Okay. If somebody wants to get in touch with you or find the Honey Fund, when, where can they find it? Where can they go to sign up? Yeah. So sign up at honeyfund.com. Uh, follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. Um, we also are on Facebook. And you can also follow me on LinkedIn. I love interacting with um, couples there. Um, and we also have an app in the app store. So if you, oh, that's amazing. planning your honeymoon fund on the go, download our honey fund app in the Apple app store or in the Google play. Okay. We will for sure include all of these links in the show notes and on the blog post where this episode is going to live. And thank you so much for coming. And I'm really honored to have you on our small, but uh, growing podcast. And it was really uh, my personal goal. <laughs> um, so thank you so much for taking the time and sharing all of your wisdom and your insider research knowledge with us. It's so uh, great to see you know how weddings are shaping and trending thank you for having me i had so much fun thanks to event music for sponsoring this episode so you're planning your wedding in greece and your main priority is a good party well let me tell you you should definitely get in touch with panos the founder of events music talking from personal experience panos and his team of highly trained professionals can deliver what you want Using state-of-the-art equipment, Events Music offers the first-class bespoke approach to all your audiovisual needs with tailor-made sound and light design concepts. With more than 25 years of presence in the luxury event space, Events Music can bring your high-end wedding party experience to life. Create your glamorous event with mirror finishes and live visual LED panels because no detail is too small. Party like there's no tomorrow with Events Music. www.eventsmusic.gr That's www.eventsmusic.gr Thank you for listening to Elwed Talks. To get your magazine about destination weddings in Greece, head over to elwed.com magazine to help you on your destination wedding planning journey. 